Hey everyone, I'm Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and here with me I have Jen from... Woodley. Oh wait, wait, did you want me to say my name? Oh no no no! That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. over here. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just making fun of myself at this point. Oh no, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Fort Worth, Texas. And I know we haven't played dodgeball really, but what what teams would you play for had we so, been playing? Yeah, I would have played for Lone Star for both women's and co-ed. Uh, did you happen to go to the, um, was it three weeks ago now? There was a tournament in Arizona? Oh, yes, I did. Joe did an incredible job with that tournament. It was so much fun. <laughs> nice. Well, we'll get into that a little bit, but let's go into a little bit about your beginnings. So let's start with your um, jersey number. Uh, any particular reason why you picked it, and what is it? Uh, it's 3 or 33, and I can't remember which one it is on which jersey at any given time because it kind of, it's just whatever it is at that moment. Um, but, yeah, that was my uh, – when I started playing soccer when I was four, and it's always been, like, my soccer number, and then it turned into my basketball and volleyball number. So it's, all, it's just the same, but it's always been in my sports life. So, obviously, I had to carry it over into my new love of dodgeball. <laughs> so just three and 33 has always followed you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, obviously, that's – for everything I do, you know, I have like a, a big three in my game room here at the house. So it's, um, it's everywhere. Okay. Um, so you were pretty sporty growing up. Yeah. I mean, I, I would like to think so. Um, I've, you know, I play, even now I still play volleyball every weekend. I play twos volleyball. Um, but then, you know, I played soccer, volleyball, basketball. I was a cheerleader. Um, so yeah, I, I hated being bored and I'm pretty sure my, it drove my parents insane, never having a weekend <laughs> to themselves. So thanks mom and dad. <laughs> well, I mean, it cultivated you into a dodgeball beast. So safe to assume the time spent uh, off the weekends, you know, really means something now. I'm sure they come to your uh, matches as well, right? Oh, No. Not at all. Um, No. And the reason for that is um, my parents realized uh, when I was playing basketball, because I, I, I have a temper in certain moments. um, And I get that from my mother, uh, but uh, younger Jen definitely did not so much now, but um, my mom and dad used to get so uh, anxious watching my games because there was just no telling what was going to happen. Um, so now they're quite fine with me just relaying the high point. Um, I, I think it's more for their uh, blood pressure than anything else. <laughs> yeah. So young Jen, uh, younger Jen was a firecracker. Oh, such a sass pot. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they I just bless everybody. Um, but I, I did. I just, I had a temper and I didn't control it very well. Um, and then, and then I grew up, you know, for a hot second and thankfully figured it out. But yeah, it was, I had my moments for sure. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> now we're kind of going go to this rabbit hole a little bit. Um, was there like a key moment or a series of moments that uh, 
kind of steered you into a more calmer <laughs> gen that we all know now? Yeah, um, there is. And uh, <clears throat> this is rude and I'm okay with it because I've accepted it at this point. But <clears throat> I, uh, there was this girl I was, a, I, we played against, you know, in high school, you have your division or your regions, whatever. Um, and she was, she was probably six, two. And as a, you know, in high school, that's, I mean, at any point in time, that's a, a very tall woman. Well, she was also very rotund. Um, and so to make myself feel better about having to guard her, I gave her a nickname. I gave her a backstory. Um, her name was Big Hefty. And then I named, and then I gave her an entire like backstory. Again, horrible, super rude. Well, um, one time she was going up for a layup or something and she took the legs out from under me and um, because she, I was just talking, I was just chirping in her ear, you know, just being that person trying to get into her head. So I, uh, she took the legs out from under me um, while I was going up for a layup and I hit my head, I got a concussion and I cracked my tailbone. So Ooh. I, yeah, oh, so it was, and I, I sat on a donut in high school for a very long time. And it, that is enough to realize like bullying and being a, I say bullying really lightly, but um, you know, that really kind of hit home. Like, Hey, you know, cut it out. This is God's way of saying like, I will quite literally cut you to size. So. <laughs> uh, well, one, I didn't realize you had like an inner Dennis, Dennis Rodman in you. Um, oh, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> uh two this is this is where it's kind of kind of gonna sound kind of <laughs> controversial uh, i'm kind of still riding off the birthday waves i like it let's do it but um you kind of have to and this is what i mean like when you're going up against someone who is bigger or whatever any physical advantage any mental advantage you need to get any edge you can obviously there's a fine line but you have to almost embrace the evil, I, especially yes. if you're in the paint. And I played basketball, especially if you're in the paint and they're taking out your legs. I mean, maybe this new generation of players uh, don't do it, but if you did that back in my day, it would have been over. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you gotta have to embrace the evil in that sense. And it's actually kind I, of yeah, interesting sure. to, to hear that you actually had a little gritty side to you. Um, I think gritty is being really kind. Um, and again, you, like you, before this, you, we chatted about my sister. She was, she's my biggest fan in all things. And she, uh, she has seen it all from me. Um, so yeah, she's, she still loves me, even though she's seen it all. So, you know, it's not, it's not that bad, but me now, I cringe at the thought of some of the, um, you know, just how sassy, and, and I mean, it's sassy a little bit, um, a little bit of a jerk, not super jerky, but like I cringe at who I was in that moment. So I, mm. I, I, I really kind of learned at that point, that's not who I want to be. That's fair. <laughs> so um, when, when did you discover dodgeball? Oh, goodness. Uh, I think it was 2015, 2016. Um, and I say that cause I, I ended up, uh, I quit playing dodgeball shortly after, and I went and started playing volleyball competitively again, but I started playing dodgeball because my boyfriend at the time owned the league 
And I realized, oh my God, I am way better at this than he is. So then I started and, you know, <laughs> and I started playing more and, um, and, you know, really enjoyed it. But, it, you know, the elite and really the, the upper level dodgeball playing never really got out to Fort Worth um, until a couple of years ago, thanks to uh, like Marie um, and Alicia Ellis here in, in, in Dallas in the, the South. But um, yeah, so it was, I would say 2015, 2016, somewhere around there. Hey, so you said like your first impression, you were better than your boyfriend. Is that, is that what kept you coming back or was there something? Oh something yeah, else because then it? we broke up and I wanted to continue to show him how much better I was at it than he was. <laughs> so yes, absolutely. I thought we had just turned a corner where you were just like, you know what? I'm just going to be more peaceful because God sent me this way. And now you're just kind of like highlighting, no, I chose violence. There Um, is a difference between actively chirping in somebody's ear and getting a concussion and just being petty. I'm totally fine with being petty. Hey, cheers. Um, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah, no, be petty. That's all I could say. Um, I, I always have this joke because um, some people in my family are um, like uh, religious, and the one thing about me is like I'm pretty straightforward. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty kind, but I'm pretty straightforward. But if I don't like someone, I'm not going to pretend to. Sure. And um, I always say like I'm built in the image of my father, so if I'm petty, God's petty. So I'm built by God's design. <laughs> I am so. going to use that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just think about it. I mean, there's a lot of things in there that was petty, regardless who did it in the in the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament. It's there. So I have well, my receipts God, on hand. Yeah. Yeah. God also has a sense of humor. And I, I'm telling you, he's laughing at me half the time. Keeping him entertained or he's laughing down here. With you. Yeah. Sergio, <laughs> yes, we're gonna go with that because that just makes me feel better inside. <laughs> I like to think my sarcasm can help shape the world in a better place. Yes. Well I, done, sir. I, I jokingly refer to myself as the Latin Ryan Reynolds from Deadpool. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Go. Hold on to that. <laughs> well, it's recorded. I'm going to hold on to that. <laughs> you think I'm cutting this in post? No. No, no we are not cutting that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I say sir to myself. I'm talking to myself in the third person. Yes. I'm breaking my own fourth wall. Uh, I am I am rubbing <laughs> off on you in approximately 15 minutes. I feel like I'm doing something right. <laughs> nice. So um I kind of so you said you started back in 2015, 2016, give or take. Uh last year, um, prior to or rather in the start of the pandemic, you, you Alicia, Marie. And Deanna and Becca were all part of a special Women of the South episode. Yeah. So, I, first off, I want to say that was one of my favorite episodes last year, um, just because a I miss you guys and and b it was just really solid to hear your voices. Uh, but I want to know how did that friendship start? Oh my goodness! Uh, <laughs> for let's see, for. I think all of us, except for Marie, because we met her um, when Alicia Ellis started playing in Dallas. Um, Becca, Dee, and uh, Ellis and I, we all met playing kickball uh, here in Fort Worth. 
And then um, the kickball league at the time started uh, a dodgeball league. uh, And we still play in the same gym that we started at whenever it first came out here. Um, So we all started, we ended up playing both sports together. And then at the end of the day, we were like, oh, we actually like dodgeball more. Um, so we ended up, we, we all quit kickball at the time. And then we stayed, and then we started playing dodgeball uh, here at, in Fort Worth. So it's always been, I met pretty much everybody um, that I can call friends in one way or another through kickball and dodgeball. <laughs> so it was just like instant. You guys just clicked right away? Yes. Now there's a lot of, again, there's a lot of petty that goes on in adult sports. So, you know, the, the ups and downs are always there, but, uh, for the most part, yeah, there, I mean, it was the friendships that we developed even then have been really solid. And that's, I mean, is, I think that's the entire reason everybody plays sport is mostly the community and then close second, like we like to throw things at each other. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, you could ask my teammates. Like, I, 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 and you know, part of the reasons why I have them on is because like they challenge me when I play against them. So it's always yeah. fun in that sense. And plus, you know, we all you know have fun drinking afterwards. So I definitely agree with that. It's just it's just kind of funny hearing the sort of petty side I didn't know existed. Oh yes, you, yes you do. You know it exists. It's real life. One, we're adults that that spend a lot of time together and then two in our instance like we are women and there is no getting around the caddy um that can sometimes come out in in you know different whatever reasons but um i think i mean like any other group like at the end of the day we have nothing but love for each other regardless of what team we're on and i think that's so in a weird way so beautiful about the community I mean, I can say this. I'm the youngest of 10. I have eight older sisters, and I can definitely say, yeah, Caddy. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it gets nasty. It. <laughs> I've seen it, and you know what? I'm, I survived, so that tells you something about my uh, grittiness there. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, you dudes are no better. You just, oh, like... I'm, not, I'm not preaching to be a saint. I'm no, just saying no, no. I survived just... <laughs> Y'all, you dudes are no better you're just way better at uh, tamping it down and not, you know, not necessarily getting as petty, but it happens. You know, there's oh. definitely uh, some of that going on there. Oh, for sure. I, I was not trying to be a saint. That's the last <laughs> thing I'm trying to portray myself as. Anyone who knows me know, would be laughing if I did that. <laughs> Wait, you're so, not wearing your halo even right now? I have a halo? Sure. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh man, Miss the South. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what was your uh, first uh, elite or competitive tournament, and how was that experience like? Oh my gosh, uh, I guess it was Shreveport. I want to say it feels like ten years ago. Um, <laughs> it really does, I and mean, it was definitely not. I want to say it was Shreveport. Somebody's gonna. Somebody's going to call me out that I'm wrong and I'm fine with that, but I'm going to go with street fort. Um, that was our, so we were at the time only, only had enough women to do four V four. 
so we, you know, we were kind of rocking with that, but it was, that was just such a strange out of body experience for me because one, I had never thrown a, or I had never actually played a game with a no sting ball um, at the time. Cause then here in DFW, we had really only done foam. So um, it was, it truly the experience of the elite round, that first elite round and the joy on everybody's faces, just being there and uh, like the competition. Um, it, it's so addictive. And, and I being, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm a little bit of an extrovert. I love people with every bone in my body. And for me getting to be like, do something athletic, but then also have a group of really talented individuals around me to get to know and make friends with, there's nothing more fun to me than that. So this was what Shreveport and you say it was a four on four, a four V four. Yeah, yeah, for was the it, women's it was. Was it was elite then? Uh huh. That's right. I'm trying to remember. Uh, this would have been 2017, maybe. 20, 2017 or 2018? I don't 2018, remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember it was around that time that you guys uh, made an attempt. Actually, uh, more than an attempt, actually grew a uh, women's division out there. I want to say it was 2017. Now that because again, I feel like one whole year of my life um is gone and it's just one big black hole of nothing so i think that i think it was 2017 yeah i know i know what that one year feels like um (laughs) yeah uh so now that you kind of brought it up how did you how did you deal with uh last year how how did you uh adapt how did you keep going I, I'm very lucky. I work from, I've worked from home for many years now. So the working from home, there was, I mean, no difference for me. Um, and then my, unfortunately and unfortunately, my business grew as a result of COVID and the need that, uh, you know, for my products. So that was, um, you know, that's the good side, uh, on the, you know, the other side, I, um, my family is here close and, you know, they also work from home. So we all kind of made the pact, like we're going to, we're going to really limit um, our outside activities and we're going <clears> to <throat> stay together as much as we can. And that's, the, that's the only way that I was able to kind of keep my, keep my head on straight. And which is saying a lot because it, it really does take a lot to, to, rattle me but this is hard it was hard seeing my friends across the country go through so much and there's just nothing that we can do to be there for each other outside of the zoom meetings which i which i now you know every day is a zoom meeting you know so um <laughs> yeah but for me it was it was really it was easier on me than it was most people um and so i am i am so glad to see everything kind of start moving back towards normal, whatever that's going to look like. So it was, it was uh, an experience, but I think there was good and bad that came out of it. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Um, Yeah. I was definitely thinking about all the zoom calls I had all last year and uh, definitely that, 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 that helped for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shout out everybody who definitely chilled with me on the zoom calls for that one. Um, so I wanted to ask, 
uh, you, I'm kind of going back, you were always 40 growing up. Was there any like foundation that you felt that you, you walked into dodgeball with like, Oh, because I was good in volleyball. This helped me with this in dodgeball or cause I was good in basketball. Was there any like sport you had that you felt gave you an edge um, right off the bat in dodgeball? Um, I, I mean, I never played softball, but I feel like softball players have a, like softball, baseball players generally have a slight advantage. Um, but I could see, I mean, my, the love of my life is volleyball, like indoor women's volleyball. It's my favorite. And there's so much of a, um, a crossover between those, those two sports, um, outside of like the throwing aspect, at least. Uh, but like, you know, a hit, um, some of the, the footwork, um, the jumping, you know, all of that, I feel like has um, given me an understanding of like some of the movements that my body needs to be able to do to be successful. Um, also being very comfortable with wearing knee pads for half of my life. So yeah, the, the knee pads, the, the, those are that whole sport volleyball, I feel like really made an impact for me. Um, I remember one of our open gyms, we were trying to teach the women how to do uh, a suicide. Um, and some of the volleyball players who understood some of the footwork or like the basketball players who, who understood the layup um, got the footwork down, but bless Christy Stevens' heart. She, uh, she played neither of those sports and uh, the struggle was very real. Um, <laughs> It's one of those moments where I wish so much there had been a camera set up because she would hate it, and I would have made a meet. I would have made a, a gif out of it in in five seconds. It was incredible and so sad uh, to watch at the same time. I love you, Christy. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're not cutting that. I could say that. No, for please, please don't, please, we because I, I I want this in my life. Yeah, no, no, it's it's fine. I mean, it, you guys are all really close out there, and I can only imagine. <laughs> how much you guys joke around with each other on a weekly basis oh um, yeah yeah because every, <laughs> every time i'm out there it's always brief but you guys are always drinking having a good time but i'm sure you guys go back and forth i can imagine you d christy um alicia all you guys go at each other at some point in a fun way oh absolutely but i mean what are friends if you can't if you can't do that you know all right that's, so uh, so let's get to it. Um, <laughs> what are the funniest, uh, funniest jokes, funniest ribs you've ever gotten from your, uh, from your friends? What are the funniest oh things you've heard someone say something about you? Oh my God. <laughs> I could not even begin to pick one. It's a matter of the day. Um, I, I uh, am the easiest person to make fun of on the planet. And I, and I haven't quite figured out why yet, probably just because it doesn't like, it does not bother me one way or the other. Um, one of the, I don't, I wouldn't say it's the funniest, but one of the longest standing running jokes. Um, if you look on Facebook, I, I don't know if it's still there, but it, it has been there since I started playing kickball. Um, I have like five-year-old size hands. It is this, like, I am not a small human. Um, there is nothing really about me that is like petite in any way, yet I have the tiniest hands. It is, it's like God's little joke, I think, 
And uh, so if you look on Facebook, there is a Facebook group called Jen's T-Rex Arm. Um, and it is one of the longest running jokes that we have is like to make fun of Jen's hands and how even the no sting balls are a struggle to grip. So um, I think even this, uh, even at Dodgeball last week, that was a, uh, that was a point of conversation. And at that point, I just, you know, chunk the ball into somebody's face and then we just move on from it. But that is, that's one of the longest running ones, at least. Who, who came up with that one? Um, actually, my ex-boyfriend that introduced me to uh, dodgeball. Uh, yeah, and it has unfortunately grown and it, it created this weird, sad, strange legacy. So <laughs> it's um, welcome to my world. This is Fort Worth. This is Fort Worth. <laughs> uh, okay, one, I could have sworn I saw that group somewhere tagged. Um, I'll look for oh, it I'm later. Oh, I'm sure you have. I'm yeah. sure I have. It was probably in either the South group or the main Dodgeball family group, but I've seen I've seen that group, and I, th- I just thought, okay, someone's clearly trying to troll Jen, but they must know her because... <laughs> Who's going to troll someone like that? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. the longest running joke you hear? Uh, for, uh, about me? Uh, yes, absolutely it is. I, I cannot escape it. Uh, but also, whenever you see my hands, you're like, oh, my God, look at those things. They are tiny. So, yeah. Yeah, but they throw heat-seeking missiles. Uh, uh, well, I like to blame it on my mom because or my <laughs> grandma. She, uh, she uh, let me drink coffee like starting when I was like three years old. So I'm pretty sure I'm still burning off the caffeine. But at that point, I like they always say that like coffee stunts your growth. And I think that it just stopped at my hands. <laughs> uh, one, that is a old wise tale that's been debunked numerous times. And two, your hands, I cannot explain. Sorry. Uh, all I do know is that you do throw, you know, rockets with uh, no sting for sure. That I will attest to. Other than that, I can't. You can't blame Starbucks for, uh, you know, stunting your growth of your hands or something like that. I think that was just like God's design, trying to make Himself laugh. Oh uh, well, and He did a great job because everybody else <laughs> laughed too. All right. Um, <laughs> Jeez, we're, I'm having so much fun off of this. This is so cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, so let, let's get in. Before we get into the crowdsource questions, um, I want to ask two things. Do you have a pregame ritual? Um, no, I really don't, uh, which is actually strange now that you say that because I'm a very uh, superstitious person. Um, you know, just, I mean, the sports, you know, that's kind of bred into us. I, I mean, I get, drink a lot of coffee, um, make sure that there's enough white claw packed in my backpack. And uh, I mean, that's like, no, I don't. Most of the time, you know, the tournaments are more of a social uh, thing for me. And so I'm, most, I'm usually struggling to get wrapped in time before the start of the game, because I'm always just like, chatting with somebody so uh if i have um any sort of like a pregame ritual it is just finding my people and 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 you know connecting with them because that's 
that's what really gives me energy. Yeah, I would agree. Um, any South round I've ever been to, it seems like you float around a lot, uh, talking <laughs> to different people. Um, I know you've done that with my team a few times. I know you've done that with me, but like, let's say 10 minutes before the matches start, you're always with your team at that point, but you're literally making the rounds. I'm like, okay, cool. We'll roll with yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. And I mean, cause that's it, most of the time, whoever, whichever captain it is, whether it's Cody or Christy, they're snapping at me like, come on Woodley, you know, so it's a, <laughs> like, it's a, <sighs> somebody's got to put a leash on me at some point, but they well, haven't yet. Well, I will say I can definitely, I can definitely time. Uh, this is going to sound kind of harsh, but kind of funny. So like I said before, you float around for the most part and then 10 minutes or so before we start playing, you go right back to your team. Yeah. So I can tell when the 10 minute marks uh, hits when I hear <laughs> Cody or Christy or even Corey, like, echo throughout the gym come on come on come on jen i'm like oh okay yeah, yeah. we got 10 minutes guys they're calling for jen um <laughs> set your clock ladies and gentlemen oh it's already been set once i hear yeah. that that woodley call <laughs> echo in, in the gym then it's like all right cool it's time knuckle down tape up let's go uh <laughs> yeah i, I mean because at that point that's when i'm like oh yeah i really need to like put on tape or maybe put up my hair or you know just breathe for a second so yeah that's uh, a or just know. be found y usually yeah usually. <laughs> mm -hmm. um yeah. do you have a pre-game uh, playlist like any songs you like to listen to before you get to the gym and be the social butterfly you are uh no i really don't i do whenever i do feel the need to uh listen to music like i have a few people that are my um my people when it comes to music but deanna is uh, is responsible for the current dodgeball playlist. So that's a, a little nod to my nugget. She uh, She's responsible for the current playlist? Uh-huh. For the, the playlist for your team or the playlist no, you listen to? The playlist that I listen to, like I don't, I am, I'm, you know, music is not my motivator. Um, but if I ever do decide like I do need something, like, you know, if I need to get out of my own head for a minute, um, like before a game, in between games, whatever, um, Deanna is responsible for the playlist that I have for that. So, okay. All right. Let's modify the question. What, uh, what kind of, uh, artists and music do you listen to? Not just pregame, but just listen to in general. Well, I am from Texas. And so my love of country is ridiculous and embarrassing, but I love it <laughs> so much. Um, my family has a bluegrass band. So just as a point of context my my <laughs> roots are very much in country music and and that kind of stuff but I I it runs the gamut like as long as I can as long as they're not screaming so loud in my ear that I can't understand what words are being said I'm going to listen to it so we could throw out metal and <laughs> and, and rock out the question <laughs> oh no not rock because I do like rock but like the metal yeah I like if I can't even find a way to sing along to it because I love to sing then then I just get frustrated and so no I'm not going to listen to that everything else is on the table fair enough fair enough mm -hmm. and no and it's funny shout out Deanna and you it's funny you mentioned her because if she's responsible for your playlist and knowing the kind of music me and her like to listen to oh you definitely amped for sure mm -hmm. you are yes. amped for sure so Deanna 
thank you. You helping out the the, hom- the homie uh, Woodley for this That's one. Right. Uh, he's definitely uh, appreciative. I'm definitely appreciative. She's always been down. So let's get it going. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll- and then she'll add some little like Easter eggs in there for me. Um, and so those are usually like some Usher or something highly inappropriate that probably does not belong in a dodgeball playlist um it gets you in a in a completely different mindset but that that's also her being the so like there's that too yeah that's exactly what i was referring to because i'm like yeah Yeah. if if she's responsible for your playlist hide your kids yep Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. all i gotta say yeah (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably hearing the lyrics and like, why am I going to sing this? <laughs> and well, the problem is I have like, I start singing and then I don't really realize what's coming out of my mouth until somebody around me gives me a look like, really? Jen? <laughs> uh, I think Deanna's just trying to toy with you a little bit. One thousand percent she is. And I love it. And I am here for it because at, the, at that point in time, like I couldn't care less, but I am going to try to like, not say all of the words out loud fair enough so but yes that's uh she's a um instigator if nothing else (laughs) so of the uh of the group of the um women of the south last year she's the instigator oh without question (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah she she wakes up she chose violence before breakfast Mm -hmm. so I already mm-hmm. know that. She went to um, bed with violence and woke up and decided not to kick him out. So like he just stays there. He just stays there. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the move for the day. Mm-hmm. That's that's yep. move of the streets. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. So, I I've spent more time laughing in this than actually interviewing. It's actually fun. Um, well, I feel bad because I I don't like feeling like I want to have a conversation with you and this is and but then it's like with nothing gets accomplished because then we're going to go down a rabbit hole of of all the rabbit holes. So I'm trying I'm trying really hard to keep it. Oh, no, like, it, it. I don't know. <laughs> we're having fun. This is great. I mean, we're definitely accomplishing what we're accomplishing. If anything, yes. people know. And this is something I'm going to say straight up. Um, I like to keep the episodes very authentic. Um, yeah, it, you know, if we go down too deep a rabbit hole, we'll steer it back. But I want people to know you for you. Are you sure? Because that's terrifying. For who? Not sure. Oh, anyone and every. No, I'm totally joking. But yes, <laughs> I'm like, I, who? I, I, <laughs> everyone. If, if any, if anyone's, if anyone got something to say, they can find me. I'll tell them where I live. It, it ain't nothing but a thing. I chose violence. Um, there you go. <laughs> there we go. All right, so we get into the crowdsource questions. Um, Eli Moreno asks, what is a must at any dodgeball tournament? Uh, well, I want to say that it's a must. It hasn't happened yet, but I would really appreciate some sort of, like, white cloth fountain. Um, I, I, I think that we're really missing an opportunity here to have that. Um, however, if, if this is something, like, that we actually must have um, – loud music as maybe not loud music but um any any tournament um that a few of my teammates have been to that um 
actually, let me just rephrase that. The music changes people. Um, I think that it gets them out of their own head. And whenever you're able to, one, be able to hear your teammates, I know that's important, but music gets people out of their own heads in whatever moment. So I think that it really amplifies uh, talent. So for me, being able to hear music, like fun music uh, with a great beat with uh, something that in between throws we can dance to or like yell the lyrics at somebody. I just, I feel like it, it really makes a difference for certain people um, for a lot of people on the court. So I would definitely say like a good playlist, good music. Well, you, you, you kind of went in two different directions with that. So um, you said, and this is something I do agree with, by the way, I'm not going to dispute it. Music does amplify mood. It does amplify the vibe and everything. Um, but you also say it takes people out. Do you, are, are you talking about like having music in just any tournament or at competitive like elite slash premiere? No, no. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying, I think that it gets them out of their own head. So there are some people who get too cerebral about a game and while playing smart and playing uh, controlled and strategic is incredible, but sometimes you have to like, you actually have to be an athlete and rely on your instincts. And like, I think that music takes people into a different place and it allows them to, to do all of those things. So it allows them to embrace their instincts um, as well as the strategy behind it. Um, and we've seen that in our tournaments here. It's, it's a completely different vibe. It's a completely different, I mean, the, the mood on the court changes and it's fun and it's amplified. So I, I this is at any tournament um, ever. That's, that's what I would definitely recommend. Does that, did I clarify that? No, no, that actually, that actually clarified it better. Um, okay. That, that, yeah, no, because first off, I was like, she kind of went two different ways, but when you broke it down like that, that makes sense. So um, next question from Alexandra Shelton. Uh, what's one of your favorite dodgeball memories? Oh, dear. That's so difficult because I, there are so few memories that I have with dodgeball that are even remotely negative. Um, and I, but I would, I would definitely say the after party at, um, um, uh, the Shreveport tournament, that first one that I went to, because I think that that one was so different and so new as an experience for me. Um, I got to meet so many new people and so many new teams that, uh, that was, I would say that was the, one of the best memories was just the way that everybody felt um sore and hurting but so so happy um like in an arcade I mean we're just a big kids in an adult arcade like drinking and uh playing uh what is that air hockey I'm really bad at air hockey didn't care um (laughs) You know, so I just, I think that was one of my, my favorite memories because at that point, dodgeball, at least in the South, dodgeball hadn't gotten so serious that the teams were a big deal, that points weren't a big deal. Um, there was zero pressure. It was just us out there as friends having fun. So, you know, and I still feel that way now, but it, you know, it, it does change. It does um, morph as the competition gets stronger. 
but that was one of my favorites i would say okay so um man it, it does seem like a decade ago uh, yeah <laughs> so i have one here from and maybe you can clarify who she is for the audience uh amanda singer hypothetically put together a co-ed team that you would be a little scared to go up against yeah so uh Amanda is my sister and while she is definitely my biggest fan in life she is also my biggest troll um as every sister probably is um and she she is the biggest troll on the planet um and her husband exit on so um there's that uh but so that question um I love, I mean, I actually loved the question. Um, and I, and I told her I hated it because I just, cause it's Amanda and I'm always going to give her as much hell as I can. Um, that question though, um, changes depending on the day, but, um, as, as I was going through and I was thinking, what, who are the people? Um, there's about 20 that I could pick from, but after this past tournament at the, um, uh, Arizona, the one um, in Tempe or Phoenix. I'm not sure about the cities. Geography is not a thing. Um, it, I, I did get a better idea. So one, Elijah Hashimoto. Um, most of the time, uh, especially after that tournament, I told him I was going to kick him in the pants at least five times per game. Um, <laughs> he was on my team, so it was fine. Um, but so obviously Elijah. Uh, and then I got to play for the first time with Ketchum. And that was an experience of all experiences. Um, he is just a monster of a human. Um, and then also Billy. So uh, those are the three guys, Billy Schmidt. Those are the three guys like together. I would, um, I would, I might just sit down and be like, okay, please just keep it here. And then if like you hit me in the face, it's my own fault, you know? Um <laughs> But then for the co-ed side for, uh, I mean, Rachel, uh, Rodia, I just, she is an incredible player. Um, even, um, this past weekend, you know, after having the little nugget, who's absolutely adorable. She's still just a beast. Paige Peterson, without question. Um, she's one of my favorite dodgeball humans. Um, and it is never a dull moment with her. Um, shout out to Mexico page in case you're ever wondering. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, Brenda Kramer too, um, to round that, to round it off for the women. Uh, I think Brenda is such a smart player and she is so cool under pressure. So clutch. Um, I think that would be, that's one of those teams that, um, I'd shake my head at and be like, this is horribly unfair. I'm going to play you but I might not like the outcome. <laughs> Sounds like you picked an all-star team there. Oh yeah. I mean, they're, it's ridiculous, but uh, I also feel like that would be, um, I mean, I like the people in addition to them being incredible, talented dodgeball players. I also know that that's a team that um, I like the people on it too. So it makes it fun for me, even if I get murdered. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. That that sounds about right. Um, so next question from Kenneth Nielsen: What's your favorite dodgeball party related drink? <laughs> so 
Love Kenneth. I don't know if, if you don't know who he is, then he is uh, one of our Danish friends. He is helping host the Euro game. Um, the dodgeball version of your, or the dodgeball um, tournament at uh, the World Pride Euro Games in Denmark. And so we're going to get to go see him uh, in August. Really excited. Um, so favorite dodgeball party related drink? Uh, yes. Can I just say all of them? Um, <laughs> well, okay, let's break it down. Uh, other than the flight kill we had last year, what other dodgeball related party drink is there i i don't hold on oh see and if you actually look uh my sister again the troll of all trolls <laughs> i was um, gonna get to that yeah i can answer this one for her all of them and she's not wrong um <laughs> she's not wrong but uh for me my dodgeball related uh drink for whatever reason um, and this is of my own doing, and it's a horrible, horrible idea, but I do it anyway. It's a pickle martini. So, you know, I'm like replenishing the electrolytes, but I'm also getting uh, some vodka with it. So like, it's a terrible idea, horrible, but it happens every time. <laughs> so yeah, she did go in the comments. She did say, yeah, I can answer that. All of them. Eli mm -hmm. says no lies detected. Troll alert. <laughs> yeah, I should probably do that next time for the next guest. Like, hey, is this guy a troll? Is this girl a troll? And uh, yeah. we'll, go <laughs> we'll just kind of like. It's okay, though, because it's family. But I, I mean, I'm, I'm still going to. I'm, you know, she'll, she'll get her turn. So oh, she'll, has she played dodgeball with you before? Oh, Sergio. No, bless her. Um <laughs> So, Manda, um, if you look at her too hard, she's going to get a blister somewhere on her. Um, sports is not her forte. Um, she prefers to be in a supervisory capacity for all things that might produce a sweat. So, we, uh, I would give anything, literally anything, to watch my sister play a dodgeball game, but it would never happen. She wouldn't even come out to like the Fort Worth League or Dallas Dodgeball or. I, I don't know if you're understanding her complete and utter aversion to all <laughs> things sports related. Um, she loves like she'll watch any any game, any activity like she loves it. Like she is the ultimate cheerleader. But if it requires her to move or potentially um, like sweat then it, 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 she's out. Not happening. I'm sure we could set up like a showdown uh, between mm. you and her and Garland. Mm. I, uh, again, if, if <laughs> there is, I, I don't know how much Ambien I'd have to like crush into one of her drinks to make that happen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot, but um, I'll keep, I will keep you posted. <laughs> I mean, if if you could somehow get her out to one of those Garland Open gyms on Saturday, I I'd pay I would pay to see that. Uh, oh, trust me, me too. Yes. <laughs> In fact, just, just though, a showdown uh, between the Woodleys, right there. Um, I would I would actually I would actually bet my mom. I mean, not bet. I know my mom uh, was an incredible athlete, and um, 
to, she's just, even still, she's as strong as an ox. And uh, I have a video of her throwing a uh, no sting ball one time. Uh, so I'm telling you, she, uh, she could do it. You know, don't sleep on the Woodleys over here. Oh no, I'm not sleeping on the Woodleys. I'm talking about making. <laughs> I'm talking about making a matchup between you and your sister happen, like a showdown. Yeah, I'll I'll reach out to Amanda and see if we can set that up. Um, <laughs> and like I said, I'll keep you posted. I have a feeling I know how it's going to go, but you know, nose are free. <laughs> that's, for, that's spot on um so next question comes from christy stevens uh which tournament have you missed the most oh barry barry Born in was, Canada. yes if you haven't had the chance to go to barry and you are looking for a one of the i mean it's huge it's a massive tournament um, and if you're looking for a, a tournament with just all around incredible humans, really great talent, super well run. And I mean, not that we don't have those here, but this, this place is just massive. The tournament is huge. And I mean, it was, it was such an incredible experience. That was my favorite tournament. So I'm so ready for it to come back um yeah that's definitely on my bucket list of tournaments to go to um uh, last time i went to the british open and uh oh how fun oh yeah it was um but yeah uh, definitely bari is uh something i'm looking forward to going it's always been on my list i mean Uh, and it, it the people there are just incredible so i mean i i couldn't recommend it more um anyone who was around me for like the next year of my life after that first fairy tournament I know they got so tired of hearing how wonderful it was, but you know, so just FYI, if, if we actually get to go back to it again, that, that I will have the exact same mental. It's just the best. So can't recommend it anymore. Spot on. Um, she also asked an interesting question. Uh, seems like an inside joke here. Um, have you ever heard of someone being allergic to their own skin? Yeah. So again, this goes back to my sister being the troll of, I mean, honestly, I don't know where she finds the time to, <laughs> to dedicate um, to it. But so um, I'm not even, I'm not even going to go there. But what I will say <laughs> is that this is what happens when one of your best friends uh, gets worried about you because you don't answer your phone, which I hate my phone. I hate having it on me, but this is what happens. Christy couldn't get a hold of me for like 0.7 seconds. So she messages my sister and then they become best friends. And then now Amanda shares all of the stories with Christy and Christy decides to use them whenever she feels like. So <laughs> don't introduce family to dodgeball. Is um, No, it, it seems more like outsider. a you problem at that point. Nope. 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 I, I could say I guess I could sit here and say I mean I've introduced some of my family to dodgeball and I haven't had half of that trolling. I mean I've been trolled, but for different reasons entirely. Mm, well, welcome to the Woodley family where we love to to make each other's lives miserable in love. Uh, but no, that, <laughs> that I am so appreciative of a family, dodgeball and real family alike, that feel comfortable enough to. Um, make me want to pull my hair out but uh 
Yeah, Christy and, and my sister are incredibly similar. Um, so now I think that my sister has just passed Christy with um, being the Fort Worth version of her. And um, that's where we're at now. Pray for me. <laughs> that's going to be a new hashtag. Pray for Woodley. Um, Please. I need she it. She needs all the help. <laughs> I she do. She needs all the help. <laughs> me and my tiny baby T-Rex arms. Oh God. Um, we were going <laughs> to skip that. You went there. Let's get, let's continue. Uh, so this is a good buddy of mine, a good friend of the podcast, a solid addition to the dodgeball community as a whole, Markel Stokes. Um, how awesome is Markel? He always talks in the third person, by the way. So it's just him. Part of it is him trolling everyone, but he's a good Definitely. guy. So oh, yeah. Um, how awesome is Markel? Have you met him? What was your first impression are, of him? Um, that's a man that has never met a stranger. Ever. <laughs> I don't think he's ever met a stranger. And I appreciate that so much about him. Um, I, I don't know if he gets told this enough, but his support for the women in dodgeball is, is so noticed. And it is so appreciated. Like, it's appreciated beyond what I think people tell him. So he is incredible. He is so wonderful. And I think that he really takes uh, the time to get to learn the women um, in a way that a lot of the guys don't, you know, for one reason or another, I'm not, you know, it's not good, bad or indifferent, but he, he really has made it um, a point to, to see the women succeed. And I love that. It's just, you know, we need more of that. Uh, yeah, I can say that. Um, I've known Markel, God, almost 10 years now. Wow, I've been in this for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about, yeah, the first time I met Markel, I'll admit I was kind of like chirping at him a little bit because <laughs> we were just play, we were He was more goofy and I was a little more like, if you put me and Markel side to side, he's more the goofy one. I'm more the gritty one. So we were just kind of like chirping across the court. And then I found out he was an Eagles fan. He lost points with me. Um, <laughs> and a lot of no. people. Yeah. But no, um, seriously, I, I can honestly say I, I don't know too many dudes I would put um, that high up as far as he, as far as Markel. He's a true, Absolutely. He, he's a genuine dude, hands down, fun loving person. Literally has more women's jerseys than I can even recall. Like his 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 collection of women's jerseys almost matches my jersey total, women and otherwise. Just he loves the women's game and he definitely wants to see it grow. And like Absolutely. he'll come to a tournament. I don't know if you know this about him. Maybe you do. He'll come to one tournament and wear like ten or twelve different jerseys, and not because he sweats through them all, but I think it's because he likes to advertise what he has for the moment. Like also, he really he is. Just, he- he just wants to support like he yeah. wants to show support and i mean again and especially coming from the south where the women are not uh it's better now obviously but just not valued as much um on the court but uh, he just he shows support and he is he is such a great example of bringing and building up a group so i i could not be more appreciative of him 
Yeah. He's, he's a solid dude. So, yeah. I mean, he, he, he's an Eagles fan, but we're not all perfect. So, it is what it is. It happens. <laughs> eh. You think you land a perfect mark, and then there's always one that, uh, you know, right. you get to... <laughs> Yeah. This is perfect representation of our friendship, by the way. Um, I love it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'll tell you a funny story about um, the Eagles with uh, Markel after we're done recording. Um, but anyways, uh, before we wrap this up, um, first off, I want to say thank you for doing this. This has oh clearly God, been you. a blast. And uh but it's going gonna, it's gonna to be time to hit you in the gut. And um, I asked this question to everyone in season five. Uh, it's called the legacy question. So, Jen Woodley, um, after you play your final game, how would you like to be remembered? Yeah, I, uh, again, I've told others this before, but I, I love these questions because to me, they, they, all, they all feed back into the, to all of the things that I love. And um uh, at the end of my time playing dodgeball, I want for people to be able to say that I brought joy uh, in, in one way or another. I brought them joy, uh, whether that's uh, from being across the court from me and them nailing me in the face and making them feel awesome about themselves or getting to play on my side of the court um, or just in passing. I just I want to know that, um, you know, I, I, I hope that I have made a, a positive impact on on people. So a couple of things to break down. Um, well, first we'll start with your last statement. You said you hope that you made a positive impact. I can say mission accomplished. Um, <laughs> and I say this uh, from the bottom of my heart, literally anytime I talk to other players, whether they're in the South or wherever, and, and anytime, for whatever reason, if your name gets mentioned, it literally lightens up the whole vibe of the conversation. So I can say for certain you do bring a positive spotlight to anyone you meet, whether in passing, playing with or playing against. Um, <laughs> you definitely have a sense of humor because you have a Facebook page dedicated to your <laughs> T-Rex hands. And I'll never let that go. Um, See, I'm I telling you, least- <laughs> that's my legacy. That, that's it. Actually, no, scratch that it, entire question. That's that is the legacy that I leave behind is the tiny T Rex arm. Oh God, um, <laughs> a troll page for sure. But I would say, at least with me, um, I always say uh, you you always. Well, the first time we officially met because we met in passing a few times mm-hmm. um, when I went into Dallas for the Sandbar tournaments, but um, the like our. For, first formal time was in Memphis and I remember it would be kind of funny looking at it now because I jokingly say you and Christy sound the same so I remember I, we walked into this bar Jeremy's in the middle you're to his left and Christy's to his right and both, oh, of, you dear. Start talking, and both of you are talking and I can't tell who's who <laughs> and it's like okay who's Christy who's Jen who said what but when I when I was able to identify you, you were very welcoming, very open. You seemed really happy to see me. And I don't know what impression I left behind, but just coming from a situation where I came from uh, the year before, uh, it means a lot. You were very welcoming to me in the South, uh, in Memphis, and then onward. 
And I even remember you passing me a beer saying you got this for me. It was such an innocuous moment and just out of the blue. But the little things you do and the big impact you leave behind is definitely there. So mission accomplished. Uh, I can honestly say, yeah, I've said it before. The Women of the South uh, was one of my favorite episodes last year. And um, I'm sure they're, they're, they're uh, happy, happy that you're there. And, I, and I'm happy to, to know you. Well, thank you. I am not good with compliments, so I'm very cringy right now. But thank <laughs> you um, for that. Uh, yeah, well, and that's just the, that's the, the South in general, for the most part. Anyway, we, we love people. We're so glad to have y'all when you come. So, you know, please don't ever stop coming out here. Oh, for sure. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I got like a couple of my favorite food spots out there. Favorite food spots. <gasps> I'm definitely right? coming out. <laughs> and All I got a shout food. out uh, Corey Larson recommended Hard 8 so definitely got to shout him out and the restaurant because that's always my go to um, <laughs> but yeah you left a you left a solid impact with me and I hope that it isn't your final game no I I, uh, I hope it's not either because uh, now that we're starting up again I have forgotten how much I love this game it just the joy it's amazing. We're so lucky that we have it. <laughs> that we are. So um, before we wrap this up, are there any shout outs you'd like to give? Oh, gosh, you should have really let me know that I was going to have to do that. Uh, because now I'm going to say some and people are not going to and I'm not going to say to some people. Um, so, no, I feel like I'm not going to do that. But hi, everyone. Um, I love you all. <laughs> Oh, you I'm just were prepared. Cover all my bases. I'm just gonna you, cover all my bases. Cover there. all your bases. <laughs> yep. Sounds good. All right, and uh, we will wrap this. And thank you so much for hopping on and sharing with us your story. And I wanted to point out something that Jen said. Uh, she said, um, "We don't want to just make you feel welcome to the South. We want you to feel a part of it." And that's something that I can personally attest to. Um, the South is a very uh, I think I've said this before, a family-oriented, competitive vibe. Um, literally, once you join a South team or, you know, become part of any team there, uh, you're most likely going to be a part of many team dinners, many team outings, and just overall just be taken in with warmth uh, by, that what, by what that region provides. And I can say that, and I can't wait to go back. Next week, I'll have from Canada, Katie Morrison, and that should be a good one as I work on getting more interviews down the road. Um, as you can tell in the previous interview with Jen, uh, I'm just still riding off the, the birthday waves. So thank you for everyone who uh, reached out to me. Thank you for your support in this podcast and a toast to where we are and a toast to the remainder of the season. So if you've listened up until this point, thank you so much. Stay tuned for Katie Morrison.